0: Hey, I want to welcome everybody here today. I'm here with Andre Hoffman, who's, who's coming to us from the other side of the world, literally 12 hours away in um, Australia. What city are you in in Australia? What's the weather? It's no, what's si- the city? Oh, Sydney. City. Oh, Sydney. Okay. Get them all confused there. And um, I just want to thank him, first of all, I know this is called Harness the Web, and he and I have been working really hard at trying to harness the web to make this work, (laughs) um, because the the tools we were using were not working, right? So it is the kind of thing that, um, I don't know, it's kind of what we're about, really, is like, hey, you can get through it, you can do it, and it's behind you. So that's behind us. Anyways, Andre is known as the doctor of self-worth. Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, of course. I will share a bit about my story because it has come from childhood, or that's where it started. I really had a dysfunctional relationship with my father. He's been uh, very busy. He's been away a lot. He's running his own business and a lot of fears, anxieties anger and I found myself not loved and probably early on in my life I must have decided I'm not worth my dad's love or I'm not accepted or something is broken I'm not good enough and I started to live my life from that belief
0: and it was very challenging I was the one who blushed Yeah, when you were younger, did you get into a lot of trouble? I would say the mind has specific ways to
1: challenge and overcome situations. And my strategy at the time was proving myself. Okay. I've become become a very high achiever in many facets of life. But it came from this wound. I went as far as running marathons to impress. I was climbing ice summiting mountains around the world. I went long distance swimming, though I'd never done it before. I'm almost in this path of self-destruction and I faced death several times in NDEs. I was almost suicidal to the point that I knew something had to fundamentally change. And life slapped me in the face in the corporate environment later on. Then I started to run from my dad First, I lived in Ireland. (laughs) Then I moved on to New Zealand and I ended up in Australia. And in the meantime, I started a business in 2008 or 10. I landed this personal development space and I knew there's something in me I have to find, let go, and move on. And I've spent well over $100,000 on several programs, weekend events, and it could not help me to unlock that secret door in my head until four or five years ago uh, I found someone who was a mindset specialist and was able to help me to unleash my potential of who I am because I was thought my life is not going to make sense and I will be like this for the rest of my life I become almost my dad the verge of working myself to death six seven days a week and when I found this mentor called Matt Catling and his organization he was able to get to this mind this sabotaging mind to connect me to my purpose and that has been as he helped me I realized this is such a key thing for people to reconnect to themselves or who they are that authentic self-worth is necessary to take out to the world and for people to finally come to this peace with self, with the world, and then do their life's work, which is more about from best version becoming a purpose of life, which they love, they enjoy, and they love showing up every day of the week. For me, it's a Sunday, I have to say. And I've got another speaking event later on. So I enjoy this so much. And I see these transformations around people around me, business owners, that has a ripple effect. But shortly, that's where the Doctor of Self-Worth brand has come from. My clients started to call me the Doctor of Self-Worth because I work with precision, almost emotional limiting beliefs, surgery, when they come to me, I become very fast at identifying self-sabotaging beliefs and patterns. And it does not take too much for me, sometimes just a few sessions to release them. And people
0: have a new reality. So now, is, how can, can I just ask, um, this is for yourself and maybe even for the process you use now. Is it something that once you find whatever the thing is that's holding them back, is it like an immediate kind of release or is it more of a journey release? See, it's a process. The mind is acting for
1: our best interest. Now, how can that be? What it does, too hard to handle situations in the past or events. I go into this big, black, tight container (laughs) or pile, and we don't want to have a look at it. It was too painful, too intense, and we never want to go back there. And when this baggage or this box is starting to fill up, then we see experiences in our life that's just really not what we want. And what I do, I start to kind of unload and release the baggage that people are carrying around. And at times it's a sudden release, absolutely. They experience it in their body. And at times it's work in progress where they have an absolute shift of identity or who they think they are. Because identity or self-worth really comes from what happened to us in the future. The collection of experiences, events, what's been told to us and how we had been treated i imagine we start to change almost change the past then you become literally a different person
0: so um so how, like in your process how, how does it work so someone sits down and they you kind of like explore their life or the well
1: i very good question. I work with this subconscious part of the mind. Now, this is the mind that doesn't need to think and analyze too much. You've got the intelligent like the, the intelligent part of the brain yeah, which yeah. is doing the analyzing, the lexical knowledge, the reading, almost hungry of information and more knowledge. Well, that's not really what runs your life or anyone else's life. There is this mm-hmm. other side which accounts for 95 percent of your results and this is the mind that exactly knows what to do it's a survival mind this is the one that helps you to avoid a near miss or a collision like you may have had a situation in your life when you didn't have time to analyze this mind did the, did the work for you straight away
0: yeah
1: now that, that's what i need to work with and that mind knows where limiting patterns of self-sabotage coming from. For example, not good enough. I should not stand out or excel could be coming from a tiny event from let's say school. Seven, eight-year-old stood up to recite a poem or whatever it was, and they he had been laughed at. That could have been an emotionally intense and vulnerable place. And the mind says, well, this is so bad. I could be humiliated, almost killed here. Mm-hmm. I won't let that happen. I just decide I'm not good enough. And I'll play small for the rest of my life. That could be just an example if this helps. And I identify, I find that. And I almost pull out the root of that decision there's so many learnings when one is going back with all the wisdom of life that one gathers to 30 40 50 years old because these this is how long these patterns are running lives so when we kind of go back there there's so many learnings and from an older age or perspective that the mind works almost as if it was a lawyer it's stacking it's got a lot of evidence in someone's life that, oh, I'm not good enough. But then they change the perspective of what really happened and the emotion and this limiting pattern just drops away because the mind actually wants to help us. But in the IT terms, which may be a really good example, it's as if we were running on Windows 1995 (laughs) today, imagine. It would actually crash every minute. We wouldn't be able to function our lives because survival programming is always above thriving or contribution or joy and fun. Yeah. It's always overtaking, especially when there is squeeze of pressure, tense situations. People just go back to old survival,
0: fight and flight mode, they call it in the US probably. Yeah, for me, it's funny because I had a a a point where I discovered or I saw that I didn't value what I had to say. Hmm. And and it's funny because it happened in an instant. Um, I was real quiet. I I was taking a training program. I didn't say anything the entire weekend. Right, it was three days. I didn't say anything, and then on the last night, you're supposed to, the instructor was calling on people. And I was, I don't know, one of, let's say there was 300 people in the room. Mm. He calls on me. So I get up, I get up in the front because I, anyways, I'm up in the front and the guy in front of me, like moved uh, New York city to Los Angeles over the weekend. Right? At least awesome. that's what it seemed like. And it's like, well, who's going to want to listen to me now? And if I could have, I would have sat back down. Um, but I got, got up and I just kept going. And I was looking down, I remember. And I told this story about my family. Anyways, at the end of the story, I looked up and all 300 people were sitting on the edge of their seats. Some of them were crying. mm. And like boom it was gone you know it it, it, at that instant it kind of lost its grip on me yeah the the message is i believe sometimes that
1: each of us has so much to give a story is really resonating with someone else and i love helping people to contribute to find what they love that passion project yeah turn that into a business, then that's an inspired charged life.
0: Yeah. So how like how do they do how do you do that with someone? So you you help them get at the, the thing that's holding them back, right? Mm-hmm. How do you get at the like um, where's your passion project? How do you get at that? So here's what I
1: believe about humans. We had that time in our life and we knew exactly what we want young child it's not giving up natural entrepreneurs even if i go back to tying your shoes or try to walk like they don't have the limiting belief yeah it's not going to happen for me i can't do it it's too hard yeah like, you try a thousand times like what if that's exactly what we need to do when we are going out to explore almost like a child that what is my passion what do I love to do and what's really in the way is what happened since that childhood a bit now
0: yeah
1: a lot of crappy things sometimes in the way and imagine if I could a lot of evidence remove yeah the limitations that people have picked up or events in their past, they have put a meaning and association that it's because the mind loves to play this game. It's because I'm not smart enough. It's because I'm unloved. Because I can't do it. All of that. If we remove all of that, the person this person naturally starts to unfold towards what I call best version first from wounded self, unaware, of carrying yeah. the past, removing the baggage to best version. And from best version, automatically there is this space, creativity. Opportunities start to show up, at times new clients. And it gets easy. It has no more hard push. Of course, there will be challenges because it is laboring the new version of self. And of course, then it's easier to see what I'm about. How could I add to the, the environment, businesses? How could I serve others? But from a wounded perspective, it's impossible to see it. All we see is the problems, the problems, the challenges, the challenges. And that's our life, because probably that's where mindset is locked up all day. I'm talking about the problems, looking at the problems. What am I creating? More.
0: More problems. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Consciousness works simple. What I add or where where I focus, when my focus is what I give energy to, where my attention is, there'll be more and more
0: and more, even if it's painful. Does this help? It's it's, it's, um, it's kind of a bad. I was going to say a bad prognosis for humans that they do that to themselves hmm unawareness i would have to say
1: and i become this language
0: how much I, how much do you think is fear whether they realize it or not fear to even find out like absolutely you know what i mean like i'm i'm experiencing a certain thing it's normal I'm just okay with it, and subconsciously, I'm afraid to find out that there's something else.
1: You got it. You got it. This mind loves to keep the status quo. I know this. It's familiar. It's safe. It's keeping me in this environment. Imagine going back, because this mine hasn't changed much in hundreds of thousands of years. (laughs) I know this area where I was gathering and hunting, but I know where to hide if things go bad. And if there is a bear or there's a predator, I have some advantages But venturing out to new territories could be a potential serious threat to my life. And that's how the mind puts everything in the way of change. And this is why change is so difficult. But I believe when one realizes that actually finding out who I am or what I'm here for, I'm not in a situation of life and death. It's not so serious. And there is probably a more open mind to work with.
0: Yeah. How, how do you know... How do you know or how does someone know that they're at a stage where they're ready to find out what's holding them back?
1: Oh, Such a good question. Uh, Well, there's two ways. One is the fast way and it at times does not require me. The fast way is that you've got an absolute collapse in your life, financial, health and the mind has no more choices left. The old way is not working anymore. Crisis is the fastest way to change. Yeah. The other way is that someone starts to look back in their life and somehow realizes that, oh, well, it's happening, they're not good enough. It's happening in my career. My life is not making sense. I'm not getting promoted. I can't earn more, although I want to. Then I've got this relationship that i don't really feel that i'm doing my best other areas of life showing the same patterns and that comes a time when we start to take responsibility and say well i can't blame anyone else anymore the government the uh, any well, authority
0: you and can I, some people do continue on forever just blaming somebody else and and at that time that's where
1: my clients start to show up for themselves and say, well, I'm, I've been there. Somehow it keeps happening to me and I want change because it's been too painful and I want something different and that's where commitment and decision comes into place. I don't work with a lot of people. I want nine, 10 out of 10 commitment because it's not hard. All I need is
0: someone who says, I'm ready. So basically, when someone feels stuck, mm. right, or they have a repeating pattern, like yeah, life yeah. is life is a repeating pattern for them, then that's the time that they should be reaching out to you. Exactly. Or when
1: they realize that they will always be restricted with their current beliefs. Every one of us is. Why? Yeah, because the results that we experience in our life now is exactly the printout of the programming or this subconscious mind that we run. So if we want new results, that requires a new level of thinking, new levels of values, and probably new awareness. And it's it's not hard, it's just remember on windows 95 (laughs) it is really hard it's really hard it's asking windows 95 now to give me new results i want to run this new app that would really take me to my new outcomes in life and windows 95 is not supporting me and i'm beating up windows 95
0: or it's beating you up
1: Hmm. And, and maybe I'll just expand this in a little more because if people understand this, then this is one of the key concepts. Our mind is experiencing the outside world through the five senses, you know, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, all of that. And we have got only 1% that we can actually process. In IT terms, you're going to love this, Steve. Is according to research, maybe ten years ago, there were two and a half million bits per second amount of information overload. Even more today, I guess, on us. So what do we do to not fry our brain and have the blue death of Windows in our mind? We deal it ninety nine percent. So we think we know what's going on, Hmm. 1% of the information we can gather. as if I was throwing you two and a half million matches every second, then you can only grab a handful, it's 138, that's the number in the research, and you grab that and this is your reality. Well, it's not reality, it's your perception of reality. And if we look at this from that point of view, then what could be the filter? Where am I? What am I deleting? Am I deleting that I can achieve anything I want? I could inspire people. I could triple my results. That's what's happening. I I change the filters because the filters are nothing else but the beliefs and the programming. Bless you. I change the beliefs, the filters, and there, there is a person who is seeing a different 1% of reality. It's almost like magic. So then the reality that's been there or along my mentor says, well, abundance has been provided a long time ago. But you didn't tap into it or you did not plug into it. It's been there for you. Yeah.
0: So... Um, how do people get a hold of you or find out more?
1: Hmm. There is a, You can write me an email, doctor. Oh, I'll share it, doctor.of.self.worth at gmail.com. Or you find me, hashtag doctor of worth in all around social media. For example, Facebook.
0: So doctor of self-worth. Hmm.
1: Doctor of self worth. Oh, that's the hashtag. Doctor of self worth. Okay. And that would allow you to find my content. Uh, also, I have. I have a book that I've recently uh, written, and it's about journey back to your authentic self worth. That's on. Uh, that's on a Podia page. Uh, well. We can share it below the video, around the video if you want, uh, or I can spell it out for you. Which one would you, can you...
0: share it? No, if you can share it, and I can just put it in the show notes.
1: Hmm: Because as I said, it's, a, it's an amazing journey back to ourselves. There's so much that we pick up from parents that is not serving us.
0: um it's amazing and i want to thank you for again for being with us today mm. and i want to encourage people to reach out to you if they think it's the, the right time for them even if they don't think it's the right time might be, they should do that um and i just um i want to really thank you and and um authentically thank you i guess is the the word mm-hmm. i'm happy you were here And that you uh, had the perseverance to suffer through all the technical issues we had
1: to get this (laughs) going. This was uh, really nothing compared to what I have been myself put through in my lack of self-worth journey.